Welcome to the Legislate podcast, a place to learn about the latest insights and trends in property, technology, business building, and contract drafting. Today, I'm excited to welcome Ben Marley, the commercial director of the Estas Group on the show. Estas is the only customer review and awards platform exclusively for agents, conveyances, and mortgage brokers. Ben, thank you for taking the time. Would you like to please share a bit of background about yourself and Estas? Sure. Thanks, Charles. Thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, really excited to have a conversation with you today about this. So quick intro for me, as you kind of said, I'm Ben Marley. I'm the commercial director for the Estas Group. I have been with the company now for just a little over two years. So started during the dark days of, it was a week before lockdown one. So that was an interesting time to start with a new organization when we all became prisoners of war in our own home, the time that I'm sure we would all like to to very much forget. So the yes is, yeah, we, we are, we were born out of being an awards platform that is purely based on customer service. And it's about the, the kind of the feedback that is collected by the end or from the agent on the end and consumer and on what they say about them and how they rate the service that they have received from them. Fast forward to where we've moved to today, we've now evolved that into a, a review platform, which allows agents to be able to collect real life data that can then be displayed in relevant marketing channels, such as their website, Google, social media, etc. as well. That's great. So does that mean you're a trust pilot for the property market? That's a bit of a bad word in my word, Charles. Yeah, so we're slightly different to trust pilot because we're not a review web. Sure. We both collect reviews. It'd be a bit like uh, TripAdvisor and Booking.com. I think are probably the, the two both allow people to be able to leave reviews. One is when someone has actually stayed at a hotel. Another is that you can leave a review having never had any interaction with, with a business. Ours, we only operate through an invite only model. So we are very much only dealing with real transactions um, that have actually happened within the property sector. Okay, no, that's great. Thank you for um, clarifying. And since joining one week before lockdown, What's been your favorite moment so far? So a lot of people know the Estes as being the, the, the big awards and it's always revered as being the Oscars of the property industry. But I was very fortunate that I actually used to have a partnership with the Estes in, in my previous company and had actually attended for the last previous four events, which is very nice to attend with a kind of no no commercial agenda and just be have, have a n- nice day and, and celebrate customer successes out, out there. When you then see the inner workings of that and actually what goes on to put that event on, that was mind blowing for me. I was just like, I can't believe that this is all the things that we have to go through, even down to the organization of trophies. When you're handing out 320 trophies in a day that are all individually personalized, the organization has to go in that Charles is just mind blowing in terms of like how they will arrive, the fact that they're all wrapped individually four different ways and that they, they will arrive in a number. So we have to order them all in a number. Those numbers then have to be laid out on a table for them to do that. So for anyone who's got married and has had the arduous task of having to do their, their, their seating plan for their wedding, that may be anything between 100 to maybe 150 people. Imagine doing that for over 1,100 people. That is a, that is a task and a half, I, I can assure you. So it's, it's been really cool to see like the other side of it and, and what goes on behind. And as I said, it's just, yeah, blew my mind as what, what goes into it. Yeah, I, I imagine 1,100 people in every year. And yeah, I, I don't know where you'd start to find 300 trophies. I know, the, the, the bill for that is astronomical, but yeah, no, all, all good fun. Great. 
And what do you wish you'd known before joining Estes? Probably that COVID wasn't going to happen. I think really for, for, for me, starting a, a new role and then being a, a week into it when, when lockdown hit, I never intended on working from home. And just on a personal note, I never realised actually how much I disliked working at home. And for a lot of people, they, they really enjoy it. It's not for me, Charles. I have to say, absolutely, I need to be around people. I'll just be in an office where I can talk to people and have that sort of social interaction with people. Yeah, work from home is not, not a thing I, I wish to go through again, for sure. Wait, you survived. We didn't. We were all doing uh, homeschooling with, with our children and trying to juggle both work and and, and parenting and homeschooling and, and everything else that kind of went, went along with that. It was, yeah, tough times, but we're all good now. Great. And uh, now you've been there for just over two, two mm. years. Yeah, what is the FS vision for the next three, five, ten years? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So we, we have regular meetings to keep discussing our company roadmap, really. And for us, we, we had a plan as to what we wanted to become. Because the S is, we've, we're a business that's been going for 19 years, but 17 of those, we were just awards. Now, in the last two years, we've now evolved that into a, a review platform. So for us now, the opportunity is to, to keep growing our, our customer base in terms of the agents, the conveyances, the mortgage brokers and the other technology suppliers who we, who we operate with currently in, in that market. But also within that, that, that property space, there's actually many other factors that we could potentially be starting to, to, to move into as well. So for us, I really feel like in, in the property space that the sky's the limit and, and where we want to be known is we want to be synonymous with kind of being both the default review platform and the award that everyone wants to win because it's purely based on the end-to-end -end service from that's delivered by the respective business to the end consumer that everyone's just like, you, you have to be on it. That, I say that's our main goal that we're still working towards. That's great. Good luck on <laughs> executing that vision. And so as a commercial director with quite a few years of experience, I imagine you've encountered contracts and various forms of red tape. Are you able to kind of share a bit of your experience dealing with them? And if there are any areas of friction that you, know, you had to overcome? Yeah, absolutely. In in a previous life, I used to work in uh, for a publishing company that was that the area that I used to work in was uh, with pharmaceutical companies and other suppliers to those pharmaceutical companies, where red tape is something that is a daily occurrence that we were inevitably having to to go through. So, in terms of my actual personal experience, I've had a lot of it. Have I dealt with it personally? No. But what I did experience was that from a commercial angle, actually factoring that into things like your forecasting, your pipeline, the fact that once someone has agreed to, to move forward with a proposal, now the due diligence that someone's going to go through on our business and bearing in mind the company I was working for, we weren't small. We were 5,000 employees and we were about $1.8 billion of, of revenue every year. We were a large operation, yet the requirements that they had to get us set up as a supplier to them was absolutely astronomical. And it was actually the timing on that. You could watch deals rolled, not just into following months and quarters, but in, into following fiscal years. And that was that, that was a really hard uh, position to, to find yourself in, you know, as a, for, for me as, a, as an individual, but also my teams as well. And when you're watching people that have been working on deals for the last potentially year or two years, and to see those creep over into subsequent 
financial years as a result of this red tape and contracts taking the length of time that they do was yeah challenging to say the least i can uh, definitely relate to that partly why i started legislate was to reduce how long it takes to get these type of contracts approved and signed because in, in two occasions we ended up losing the deals because they just took too long in legal absolutely so yeah hopefully hopefully businesses that use legislate won't have to experience this anymore for sure um, yeah it's, so, it's, do you know what it, it does it because it's, it's not just on a personal level you can that can really make or break someone's month quarter and the fact that an internal lawyer or, or whoever that their compliance person is compliance officer etc they might be sat on a whole stack of stuff and to them they're just getting through work and the priority there end is very difficult to try and put any sort of urgency on things when they're like everything is an equal priority to those guys yeah. but when your income is relying on something potentially being signed off that's quite a hard thing for for someone to swallow really yeah absolutely and, and i think you know what you're saying about legal just having so much to do and whether there's equal priority even high priority if you're a startup you're you're rarely the priority and and really what we're trying to do with legal teams when they work with us is to delegate some of that authority to the business users so that legal don't need to get involved or dragged into these low value contracts because on the one hand they're low value for them but also they don't necessarily enjoy reviewing an nda or reviewing a employment contract that's not much fun so it's a win-win absolutely definitely right so i'm conscious ben that i've already taken a lot of your time so i'm going to ask you the closing question our guests so if you're being sent a contract to sign today what would impress you i think simplicity I, as someone who is not qualified to be able to understand maybe 50 percent of the text or jargon that, that is currently be, being used a lot of the things in there i'd say that one of the main reasons why people bypass a lot of the t's and c's so when we're all setting contracts you invariably scroll to the bottom just tick the box and say i've read that Mainly it's because people don't understand what's actually being said and what the implications are of something. And we've all signed up to things in the past. If there is, if contracts could be made far more simpler, i.e. these are the things that, that we spoke about, can you please refer to point dot that would actually make reference to the, the specific product service, et cetera, that, that, that you're buying? I think that would go a long way with, with a lot of people. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And simplicity is, is something that we try to do at Legislate, both keeping the legal language simple and easy to understand, but also presenting different views of the same information because some people get overwhelmed when there's a lot of text. Absolutely. Some people like there to be explanations accompanying the text, and some people like to view a contract as a set of questions and answers. And so we offer all of that in one place. And, and that's definitely something landlords, letting agents, we've had feedback saying that after they started using us as the first time they actually understood their contracts, even though they had been really creating terms of business agreements or tenancy agreements in the past. So, yeah. Thank you very much, Ben, for um, taking the time. No worries. Thanks for having me on. And, um, and keep in touch. Will do. Thanks, Charles.